and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. You know what I like to do for a mic check? I like to read off my social security number. <laughs> Let's have it. Uh, Let's see you come up with a fake one right now. Four two five seven four two seven one five. So was it sorry fake? to whoever's number that yeah, is. Who, whoever yeah. that is is fucked now. Yeah, that's that's on me for just, just saying totally. that sequence of numbers out loud and not on yeah. someone for just typing those hey, in. For an, an experienced hacker, that's all they need. Kelly, what were you going to say? I saying? had so many ideas like earlier today for cold opens. I was like, oh, I could ask yeah. them this. Oh, I could say this. Mm. And now I got nothing. I mm. I got one thing, and it's not a good one. It's what if they made Do a it. Smash Bros. game, but instead of like the legendary. Yeah, see, you're rolling your eyes. I told you it wasn't good. <laughs> instead of keep like going, the legendary, going. like video game franchise characters they use like the bad video game franchise characters so like like what milo the xbox connect demo if you guys remember this xbox connect was a scam when it first came out they had peter molly nukes who created fable and okay, yep he was in that's charge who that of- is yeah, that's who that is. He's a real that's, fucking shithead. Like that's who that. Is. I I only know him as that shithead. I didn't yeah. know that he. <laughs> no, he was a video game developer, and that's how he got his big following. Oh, is he like a GamerGate like figure or something? I don't fucking know. I just know I've I've seen some of his hot takes, and they are. Oh, they're all, yeah. Shitty. He's like a eugenicist, or like he's like a race yeah. scientist, or yes. something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He's fucking crazy. Like yeah. borderline. Yeah. yeah. Like that type of shit. And then he's got some wild tweets so he he made well we might as well just talk about this for the cold open this I, I think we are right now so milo this they put on e3 uh i think it was 2009 and we're talking yiannopolis right yes sure <laughs> e3 2008 e3 2009 somewhere around there this is after like the Wii became really successful and Wii's were all motion control you probably have one somewhere in your house if you're listening mm-hmm, to this yep. podcast yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, yeah, you own a week. Dig up week. that old relic. The statistics, the fucking Venn diagram is one circle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Connect uh, was like the the Wii killer. It was it was like design. It's motion control, but for the Xbox 360. And yeah, it's got the big like Hitachi vibrator yeah. controller. Yeah. No, it it it's just a camera. Oh, wasn't there? That's a thing. No, that's a thing, though, right? PlayStation Move is the Hitachi vibrator controller. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so Peter Molyneux comes on stage during E3. They're doing like their demos of the Kinect, and they're trying to make it seem like way better than it actually is because if you ever played with a Kinect the first generation, they were so garbage. Um, And he comes on, he's like, We've got a very exciting new, you know, video game experiment for you all it's an immersive interactive uh uh what's it called experience experience and it's called milo and take a look and then they just had this video edited together he made milo and they announced it and they have this video on it of like like an announcement video of like this woman like interacting with milo and she walks into the room and milo like immediately turns his head and is like oh you're back hello and he's like this weird creepy 3d kid and xbox 360 graphics 
and they have like a conversation and they're acting like he's reacting to it all like ai style and they mm. act like it's that advanced where where it's at a point where like he can react and interact with stuff in your house and like he can see like oh you're picking up a candle over there what scent is it and then you can like respond to it and that type of like weird ass shit and she puts like she's like i did this drawing you want to see it and he's like yeah and she like holds it up to the camera and then he like pulls down a white sheet of paper and he's like looking at the drawing in the game and it was all bullshit but they were making it seem like it was a real demo but it was all just an edited together video and it was all like to sell the connect and microsoft never saw like any repercussions for it except for like a small amount of backlash but it's like the most blatantly false advertising i've ever seen and i don't know why people weren't making a bigger deal out of it they were making it like they they the movie her we made that they were seriously (laughs) that's kind of what they were like advertising was like yo we have this kid that you can just fully interact with like that's how far this has come and it's not even close to being there yet well it's close to being there i would say relatively to like the beginning of you know our existence but and yeah. your point is um you want to see what his down b move would be in yeah smash my point Brothers. is he'd be a great character <laughs> milo would be so good at smash <laughs> that was that was the moral of the story i just want to play milo and smash yeah. Welcome to Spoof Scoops and Novelty Songs <laughs> podcast. Oh baby, it's about dumb shit. Ooh. That was the longest like connecting. Well done, both of you. Well done, Scott for pulling that back together at the end there. Kelly for very meticulously describing that whole that whole saga and bringing uh, Microsoft <laughs> and Bill Gates's crimes to light. Finally. Yeah, God, finally they're God being you, brought to the table. Oh god. This week we're reviewing The Cheap Detective, a 1978 crime. Oh yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's Wait. talk about this. <laughs> Written by Neil Simon, directed by Robert Moore, and starring Peter Falk. Post Murder by Death and at the end of the first run of Columbo. This is a parody of old school noir films, specifically aimed at the likes of the Maltese Falcon and Casablanca. This is a movie about a private investigator whose partner is murdered. And our main character, played by Peter Falk, was having an affair with the murdered man's wife. And so he's the chief suspect for this crime. Gentlemen, I feel like we're all going to agree this week. What were your opinions on this movie? I loved this. Oh my god. No, you did not. What a great send-up of the noir genre. Finally, somebody's done it. I was just sitting there waiting to be picked. Nobody (laughs) nobody was biting. Nobody was biting. These guys said, no, we're going to spoof this. Honestly, I see your thought process, bud. You watch Murder by Death and you're like, I gotta have more of this noir spoof. I gotta have more. It's like you That just, is what my thought process a, was. You got a sample and you went to Costco and bought a bulk package and you're serving it up on the podcast right now. Yeah. But after It's funny. After you eat that like fifteenth bulk Laura bar. You're like, you I'm never gonna got. eat it's like ninety holy more of these. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I buy the one hundred and five pack? So I would argue that uh Murder by Death does the noir detective spoof way yeah. better than this movie does. Like it's way funnier in that movie than it was in this movie. This is like the outtakes and B sides of that movie. Yeah. It was 
Except for the opening. I thought the first, like, ten minutes... This is such a classic spoof movie thing. The first ten minutes were great, and then it gets really bogged down in the plot, and it gets really bogged down into making fun of how complicated noir movies are, which is not a funny thing to make fun of. So it just becomes so plot-driven and dedicated in the first, like, you know, two-thirds of the movie. It's so slow. I was... It was, like such a slog to get through this movie because it just they they just stopped making jokes i was like where why do spoof movies do this where they just stop making jokes at some point i don't understand it i just don't get that Mm -hmm. it was very disappointing because the opening they need to take the uh the talking heads advice don't keep making sense no well (laughs) no instead of making jokes they're making sense stop making sense (laughs) oh yeah 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 no yeah for sure it's like the, the opening uh, credits are great, and the which is such a weird thing to compliment. And then the opening bit where we find all of the dead bodies, and they are all like positioned exact as if they had been shot and died immediately wherever yeah. they had been shot, and they're all like frozen, and all the actors are clearly shaking. Like that was so funny to me. That opening like walking through the house bit was so good, and the movie just dives off a cliff after that. Like it's such a also. Then Peter Falk gets the first shot of Peter Falk. He gets a phone call and he pulls his gun on the telephone receiver. Another great joke. And then this movie just dips. It just yeah. dips so hard after two really strong jokes. I was so bummed. I was so bummed, guys. I don't know what to say. Um, should have been a sketch. Yeah, it should have yeah. been a short. Yeah. Short. You know what? They could have. You know what they could have done? Hmm. Hear me out. They could have mm-hmm. just like written this into another movie that was spoofing other sort of detective type <laughs> stuff. Yeah. You know, and they could have called it Murder by Death or something like that. Oh, but then we would have to review that too, Kelly. So, Are you saying we should review that did movie? Did he now? get his eye fixed or was it still pretty bad in this movie or No, he, was he just... has a glass eye. He's always had a glass okay. eye. Well, so in this movie it wasn't I... as apparent to me. I know. I was wondering that too. I was because wa- I've been watching a lot of Columbo lately, actually, and in in Columbo, it's like so obvious as a glass eye. And then in this, it's like, did they like paint his eye or something? You can't tell that it's the like technology a fake eye. between so seventy six and seventy seven really <laughs> got good. Yeah, it did. Well, man, there's not. Should a ton we rate? To say <laughs> Well, good thing our cold I, open I was mean, so fucking long. <laughs> I know. That's, we gotta get. Uh, we need a cold close too. All right, here I got some stuff we could talk about. No, I, I. There are like this cast was huge. There's a lot of very big names in this, which is another reason why this was disappointing. Con? Right? You had Madeline Kahn, who is wasted in this movie. Like she is so. This is the least funny she's ever been. And I love her in everything she's in. This was so such a bummer. And the, she had probably uh, like Marty's the best, like the juiciest role in this movie. Yeah, and it was like fine, but like it was just nothing. Yeah, though. yeah. John Houseman, Scatman Crothers. Uh, who else was it? Uh, Eileen Brennan. There was a lot of people from Clue in this movie. So Eileen Brennan and uh, Madeline Kahn, both from Clue. Like it's a good spoof movie cast, and. Uh, Louise Fletcher, that's the other big name. Louise Fletcher from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, who plays, like, in a really boring lady. And those bits are really funny, where they're like, she's really boring. And then she talks, and she's just so, so uninteresting to listen to. That's a really good bit, but... It would be better... uh, That bit would go over better if the rest of the movie weren't also really boring. 
Yes, yes. I was thinking that too. I was like, I don't know if this is different enough. Like, right, that's what I'm saying. There's dry. no contrast. You can't show how boring yeah. she is if everything else has also been boring as fuck. Right. Yeah. I yeah. They did. I don't know if it was a good gag, but it's the only one that was like memorable to me, which is when he's like, what are you doing here? To like all the girls showing up in his different areas of his apartment or something or his house. I did like that. The him going through different doors and there's always yeah. a different lady in every the door. And he was always that like, was you fun. can't be here. I've got another broad in the other room. And like, yeah. The movie, like before that, there's like a 20 minute section where they're just making fun of the jazz club scenes from Casablanca. And it sucks. It's the worst part of this movie for sure. And then that scene happens and it picks back up again. And then it just dives right back into being like this really complicated Casablanca spoof plot which is there but they don't make any jokes about casablanca the whole time so that's spoof plot is an interesting uh like that should not be a thing like you know what i mean like yeah yeah yeah. it's like i said you need you need the micro jokes um yes in there to make your macro like yes joke story arc and even then it's like i don't know it's it it is sort of like the thing we sort of uh talk about all the time that kind of sucks is like when you spoof something by like leaning into it so hard that you're just you know what i mean but they yeah they're they're trying to make fun of how convoluted mystery plots get by making a really convoluted mystery plot um which we've seen a lot we've seen that like four times now i feel like yeah and i to me it never works like no yeah i'm so surprised by that with these noir movies because a lot of them all of these ones that we've picked we've picked i've picked (laughs) are all super well reviewed that's why i pick them though because i'm like oh like it has good reviews it was received well as a comedy it has all these huge names it's written by neil simon who's this like super famous playwright uh so my expectations were really high that this would be like some kind of un like uh like adam sandler's best performance an uncut gem as they say and it just wasn't that at all um I wanted to bring up another movie. The So I watched What's Up Doc for the first time this weekend. What's Up Doc does exactly what you're saying, where the plot is like sort of a take on screwball comedies. And then there's tons of tiny little jokes throughout that are so fucking good. There's a car chase sequence where they driving down the hills of San Francisco and four cars are chasing each other. There's a... There's two men carrying a plane of glass across the street and the cars keep dodging the glass and they manage to miss them all entirely. And then the cars come back and crash through the glass on their way back through. Fantastic jokes. That's how you make a good fucking comedy movie. This movie? No. I know I'm ranting a lot about this movie, but I was very disappointed by this one. It's fine. Um, it's Pain of Glass. Yes, I did say Plane of Glass, didn't I? <laughs> I didn't want to correct myself. I was in the middle of something there. Yeah, we should just watch that movie for the pod, I say. I... I like after seeing it, I was like, we sh- absolutely should have done this, and, like instead of a few of the things we've done, because it was, it's, I loved it. It was like one of the. Like, I said to Kristen afterwards, I'm like, I think that's my favorite movie I've ever seen. I was so thrilled with it. Wow, that. I'm not gonna check it out until we have to for the cast. You guys asked me, <laughs> you asked me, not you guys. Marty asked me if I've watched like anything that we could. We're we're in a crunch. We have to pull something out of our butt for next week. And no, we're, we planned next week. I mean, episode. we planned that's it now. a planned episode. But yes, yeah. you asked me if I watched anything spoofed lately, and it's like no, 
Like it's never like <laughs> what else? What else you guys? What else you guys watching? That's like funny. And it's like n- no movies. That's for sure. Like I don't know. <laughs> I'm fed up. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm done. I get it. Give me the drama. Give me the sci-fi. You're, mm-hmm. you're I've been watching up. genocide documentaries every night. Yeah, oh I gotta cleanse God. my palate between these spoof movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. I watched, you're watching the art of killing over and over and over. When again. we started this podcast, I had to watch a Schindler's List like literally every other week. <laughs> a Schindler's List. Yeah. A, well, well, I had to watch one of the Schindler's Lists. You know, I'm the, being a real asshole right now. I'm just pointing out <laughs> little misspeakings. I know. I I gotta stop. I'm on. No, I'm, it was funny. I'm on he said a Schindler's List. It's funny. Yeah. A very uh, Schindler's List. <laughs> two Schindlers, two lists. You know. <laughs> oh no. Uh, this might be insensitive, guys. Yeah. Uh, probably. Whatever. It's, it's sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Apologize to me. I'm Steven Spielberg. No, I'm <laughs> gonna apologize to Steven Spielberg and him alone. Yeah. To no, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, only him. <laughs> Leslie yeah, Nielsen, the star List. of Schindler's List. Yeah. Uh, Famously. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Good stuff. So this movie, we have nothing uh, more to say. Correct. I also liked. Uh, the cheap angle, but they didn't tie that into the movie at all besides just that he happens to be cheap. There was no reason why he was cheap. That just kept being a, a so, like, small joke, funny. but it wasn't much of a joke. It he, wasn't that funny, So though. he was cheap as in, like, he didn't want to pay the bills, right? He wasn't cheap as in, like, yeah. he didn't cost a lot to hire? Or was it a little bit of both? No, he wouldn't tip. Yeah, so the big recurring thing was him saying, like, oh, I'm uh, ex-Marine, or whatever he would say when he'd get out of a cab so he wouldn't have to tip somebody, and then they would yell at him. Which was fine, but it wasn't, like, they just didn't tie that in enough to make it, like, worth anything. It was just, like, a weird... Yeah. It felt like they came up with a title and they had to have a reason for the title to be there, like... Seinfeld did it better. I don't know. With George Costanza. That's the best cheap I detective. Mean, you could say that for almost any kind of joke, though, Kelly. Seinfeld, of course, did it better. Well, yeah, we should do a Seinfeld podcast. Wait! Hey, I thought there was an wait, idea. Wait, no! Ah, I said I'd never do this again. I'm looking at my hand and it's becoming translucent. (laughs) Ah, I'm fading away. Scott becomes one of his characters he did on (laughs) Earth. I'm that uh, southern guy. (laughs) Yeah, the guy who was... uh, He got confused and thought we were the serial podcast, Mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah. (laughs) Great app. Super As a spoof. (laughs) Six out of ten. Ugh. Because they do a good enough job spoofing Marty, some you aspects you of can... noir slash detective movies. But there wasn't enough. But I thought it, it passed the, the 50% threshold of, like, the spoof aspects of this movie were there enough. And I don't need, I'm don't i not going to say any more about the movie itself, because I've said so much. As a movie, 4 out of 10, I'm leaving it at that. I was very disappointed. God, I'd love to see what you give a one out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> I think super fast. <laughs> and okay. American Carol. Yep, the classic two. I, those are our two. I'd love to say, see those. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as a spoof, ten out of ten. You could tell they were making fun <laughs> of Casablancas, guys. It was so obvious. Do you remember the scene when they were at the like the docks at the, the at the end? That's exactly how Casablanca's ended. When you said 10 out of 10, I was shocked. But then your explanation, I don't know, it's sort of adding up. As a movie, 3 out of 10. 
snooze fest i'd give it three z's out of ten z's because you, you want to take a fucking nap after this one or during it use your time wisely oh, scott yeah as a spoof five out of ten because you know what it's a spoof <laughs> that's basically what i said so i can't argue with you. yeah you just yeah you're, you're six out of ten is my five six out of ten is right down the middle for you that makes yeah. sense <laughs> you just give it a plus go, one as a i'm breaking quarantine to kick your ass oh my god over this yeah this is over the this, line uh, mate, you think my spoof meter's miscalibrated i'll show you uh and as a uh, a movie, I don't know, like two out of ten. It didn't make me. It didn't make me like actively mad, but I just really didn't like it. Yeah. The end. I do want to make a correction for last week's episode. We said that Sausage Party was a Oscar winner. It actually was not an Oscar winner uh, because we only give those out to the spoof rating, and we all gave it a high spoof rating, so it did not win an Oscar last week. I actually think it did get. A whoopee cushion from that us. Shit's though. confusing. It's so confusing. Because I thought you said <laughs> no, that it, we we th- we said it won an actual Oscar, and I was like, it did not. <laughs> no, it did not. No. <laughs> yeah, no. The Oscar means if, as a spoof, it gets a low rating. Okay. Three out of ten or lower yeah. on average, and it gets a whoopee cushion for an eight out of ten or higher. And I think we gave it all three. Gave it an eight out of ten or higher as a parody. So, like, a hard day's night, I think, deserves an Oscar. I, I think I skewed that a little high for the rating, though. Because so you wanted to wrong. justify putting it on the list. Because when it's a non-spoof movie, you choose. Oh, now you're going to break quarantine? <laughs> now you're going to come over here, kick my ass? I'm ready. I'm on my porch with a All right, bat, here I dude. come. You want to hear what Noah said about the Goofy movie episode? Hmm. Uh, what did he say? He said... Uh... Marty is the biggest curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing. Come on. I was obviously playing. Yeah, you were being that, a real heel that up. But, uh. Yeah. I get to do a lot one of positive more feedback the bad guy. on that episode. That's all I got to say. Hey, it was, a, it was a great. I I I said it was a good episode. Everyone I had no loves problem. how we talked about that cheese. All right. <laughs> uh. I have a song. Kelly. I have a song. Do you have a song? Do you have a song? Have a song. You don't need to Please. ask. He already said. I have a song. Hey, Kelly, I had a question for don't you. Don't ask okay, what I you already it. know. I got a big answer. Do you have a song for us this week? No, I lost it within the last 30 seconds. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Your dog ate it. My dog ate my song. Um, I'll do a song. Nope. <laughs> okay. Kelly's got it. You got it. Nope. This, I'm, I'm <laughs> lax in my rules on what I would typically consider to be a novelty song because I see how happy Scott is and I want to be that happy. I want to live that life of just picking a song and claiming it's a novelty. <laughs> oh my God. Let's start a fight. No, I'm just this kidding. I'm just kidding. It is like, now, I think this, it's a bit of a It's novelty. not even making me, it's such an obvious like <laughs> jab that I am not even pissed. I'm doing I Left My Wallet in El Segundo by A Tribe Called Quest. I love that novelty song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good one. Wait, you guys sent it to us. Did you send it to us? Um, I'll send it to you after I explain it. Okay. Just here, I can... This is how it goes. Right. I left my wallet in El Segundo. I left my wallet in El Segundo. I left my wallet in El Segundo. I gotta get it. I got got to get it. Yeah. That's how it goes. 
Uh, it was the before. first single off their 19... Okay, it's by a tribe called Quest. I don't know if I mentioned that. They're a good mm-hmm. band. Good rap. So why, don't they, why didn't you just say Quest, then? Because they're not Quest. They're a tribe called Quest. He's making a joke about how... I know, I get it. So Marty, you don't have to explain it to me. <laughs> He's doing the joke with me, Marty. Stop. No, I'm explaining Let how it. bad it is. <laughs> That's why I'm explaining it. Oh, or maybe, or are you joking too, and you're are being all, the most... That's what uh, I was, I was about yeah. to correct Holy you, shit. Scott, and be like, no, I'm joking. Scott. No, I'm joking right now. <laughs> no, this, Scott, is part of guys, joking. this is part Save. of it. Please let Marty this finish is... his, his joke of explaining how bad your joke is. No, 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 Save let it me... for next week, guys. This is for next week's episode, guys. <laughs> this kind of humor is for next week's episode. Oh, my God. Okay, it was the first single off their 1990 album. This is the hardest fucking... It's such a long album name. People's Instinctive Travels and the Paths of Rhythm, or as I like to call it, Pi Tepor, uh, for short. <laughs> you like to call it that? Yeah, I like to call it Pi Tepor. Yeah. Uh... Tribe, they got like four albums that I consider to be just like front to back fire. The Low End Theory, Midnight Marauders, and the aforementioned People's Instinctive Travels and the Path of Rhythm. I'm interested in the Low End Theory. What's that about? I mean, it's an album. Yeah. Are you just saying like what's the name about? It's just an intriguing name. It just it, as like a, a, a guy who likes a mixing board i'm like ooh, that's an interesting name yeah i wonder what i don't know the history behind it you should you should look into it what's the theory that's what i want to know is like what is that explain it you You probably have to listen they probably have to say (laughs) the first principle of the theory is and you know so on and so they might have interludes on that one that sort of goes into stuff like that but i don't think it's specific to the low end like theory but i don't know um anyways Here's I left my wallet in El Segundo. I left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. I gotta get it, I got got to get it. My mother went away for a month long trip. Putting some friends on the ocean line of ship. She made a big mistake by leaving me home. I had to roam, so I picked up the phone. Got Ollie up to see what was going down. Uh so it samples Let's Get Funky, as performed by the Chambers Brothers. Um, which is like, it's, it feels like hardly a sample. Um, if you listen to that, it's more like they just added like the bass to it, I think, and then added hmm. like the record scratch parts. Yeah. Clicking. Yeah, it's like borderline the same for the, the it samples like the first. 17 seconds and then loops that over and over again i think yeah okay i may be talking out of my ass but i think that's kind of more how like samples worked like early and like the whole thing started from like they they would pick like the like break in the song where it's like just percussion and just keep looping that over and over so people can like just keep dancing to that and nothing against uh dj ali shaheed because I think he's got a lot of good beats. But yeah, it's it seems like when you find out what something's sampling for a lot of like 90s hip hop, I feel like it's so it's a little disappointing. It's like, oh, they barely changed that. <laughs> Cuz yeah. there's there's a lot of samples of like disco too in early hip hop. They didn't have pro tools. Give them a no, break. Oh yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not 
you know, it's it's just like from uh, you you. How do I put this? You might have been like giving a DJ more credit than yeah, yeah, you yeah. thought they deserved, but at the same time, like you're right, they didn't have Pro Tools. Well, the and especially season, so. right, especially if you're a Zoomer with like the Pro Tools mindset, that you know what I mean. Like you probably thought like more was like easily doable back in the day, but like you know, yeah. if you just have like turntables and shit, you know, not a whole lot I don't you can know. do. Anyone it. who like says they DJ now versus DJing back then. It is very different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dog bark. Dog bark. Police siren. Yes. Police siren. Dog bark. Dog bark. Dog bark. Marty, dog keep bark. playing that. Keep playing that. Marty. <laughs> dog bark. 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 Yeah. So anyways, um, uh, I don't think I have anything more to say. There's really not a lot of history behind this song. Um, I just like Tribe. Just a good tune. Just, just a, a good, good tune. Song. Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, what's this it was about, their first man? Single. What's the song about? Oh my God! You, t- I have to explain it. He left his wallet in El Segundo. He's talking about oh. his mom went on a trip, and so he and his friends took his mom's car to El Segundo. They went on a little road trip, and he left his wallet there while talking to a honey. Yeah, it's a story song. He's uh, it's taking a you on song. a little journey. It's kind of weird. I find trip. myself. Like, I really like a lot of the, like, narrative-type hip-hop of, like, weird, stupid stories like that. There's uh, Slick Rick with Children's Story. That one I knew all the lyrics to and probably still could run off, but not today. You know what story I love in uh, old-school hip-hop? And it's it's really more of, like a like, a scenario or a premise. The Humpty Dance? Nah, it's do you ever go that to your friend's good. house? Yeah, no. <laughs> Please. And the food just ain't that good. And the food. <laughs> oh my I god. I think that is that's the Humpty Dance. No, the Humpty Dance uh, is your chance to do the hump. He's just describing the dance in that song. What am I thinking of? It's the what's the, oh god. I am the Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I got it's him confused because doesn't the Humpty Dance sample that? Sugar Hill Gang song. I don't know. Uh, I'm an idiot. I was thinking of uh, Rapper's Delight, right? Yeah. 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 That's what it is. Yeah. That's, That's where he song. asks if you ever go to your friend's house and the food just ain't that yeah, good. Yeah. That's classic, like, rap narrative. I can't remember the rest of the lyrics, mm-hmm. though I've heard them described. The potatoes so many are cold. Times a- <laughs> something, something, and the chicken tastes chicken like wood. Chicken tastes like wood. This is yeah. like yes. one of your bits. Is that why? Kelly, is this a there's another podcast something? that has a character who purports that he was kicked out of the Sugar Hill Gang oh, yeah. because Call he couldn't rap man. well. Yes. God, no, one just, of Paul Topkin's best characters. I'm not referencing that. I'm just referencing that I think that verse is funny. I'm sure I'm not the first person to make that observation, oh, though. no. It is a funny verse. Yeah. yeah. The chicken tastes like wood verse is funny. His friend forgives him at the end. He... he <laughs> it's, whatever, just listen to that. The other thing I was going to say about story rap songs is... um. Do you guys know the rapper Atmosphere? I think he's. I'm yes. pretty sure he's white. Uh, he is. Uh, he comes from Minneapolis all, all the right? time. He, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he plays like Summerfest like every year or some shit. Yeah, he plays, anyway, the, yeah, he plays like a midday show because he just likes hanging out with his fam. A, my first, my first college, he performed uh, closing night of uh, the year concert there or something yeah wow. what's, the, ju- what's the juicy gossip you got on <laughs> a, a mutual friend of ours who i will not name uh likes this atmosphere fellow this rapper man and um 
he uh, was like, uh, we were driving in the car and he was playing me some songs, like trying to get me into it. And he's like, okay, you'll like this one. It's like a story song. And I listened to it and it's like, uh, he's like describing like he's at like a campsite in the winter or something like that. And then it's like his, his companion or whoever he was with, like must have walked off and he's like following the tracks and then he gets like more scared and, and follows them and uh he realizes that there are like wolf tracks like following uh uh his companion's tracks and so he's getting more and more afraid and then the big twist at the end is you reveal it's not a person he's looking for it's his dog and that was like the whole thing that was like the big like i'm like this is great rap music you've convinced me and i like this now <laughs> I, you know what rap music is missing twist endings <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I, Shyamalan is my favorite rapper i say <laughs> hey marty uh yes yeah, scott i got a question give me your question baby <laughs> <laughs> okay hoochie mama do you got a novelty product for this swinging daddy-o i sure do i don't know why i just did that um <clears throat> My novelty product this week is a child's magnifying glass. Oh, my eyes! Stop pointing it in front of the sun. Careful. A magnifying glass is a convex lens used to magnify the image of an object. Oh, my God. He's so smart. He's just reciting this from memory. I I forgot I didn't work out today. I'm going to take a quick jog around the block. I want to listen to Marty's lecture. It is an icon of detectives, often appearing on the cover of mystery novels and books. We all know what magnifying glasses are. This is a toy version. Why'd you just tell us then? (laughs) With the glass positioned so that the word magnifying is right under where the glass is in the package. So it just says mag, making it really big. So for this week's game section of the podcast, though, because I do have a little game for us this week, gentlemen. Oh, you wrote to a go quiz. along with uh, to go along with the magnifying glass. We're gonna do sort of uh, we're playing off the idea of magnification. So I'm gonna give you a, se- a series of either ors, and you guys are gonna tell me what is bigger based on the category I give you. Ooh. Okay. So the person who guesses, if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, your opponent gets a half point. So keep that in mind. Um. So wait, wait, wait. I- <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna. Uh, it'll it'll be I'll very. I'll throw clear. out the first example. So, like as an example, yep. a single butter burger with cheese or a double butter burger with cheese. Double butter double burgers, butter with cheese. Yeah, it's bigger. <laughs> yes, duh. It's easy, okay. Scott. It's gonna okay. be very simple. So, all right, I'll yes. see if I get this. <laughs> okay, in weight, what is bigger, a Snickers bar or a bar of Dove soap? I know this riddle. They weigh the same. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say I'll do the soap. Scott gets the points because <laughs> nice. Kelly Kelly uh, tried to break the rules of the pretty podcast. Pretty sure I know the riddle, Marty, and they weigh the same <laughs> amount. So wait, do I get a half point because he guessed wrong? Nope, okay. you get a point because Kelly tried to cheat or something. I don't know what that was, but <laughs> yeah. I promise you, there's no tricks. Uh, one pound of feathers and one pound of lead weigh the same, idiot. <laughs> You're the fucking dumbass here. In height, who is taller? LeBron James or Giannis Antetokounmpo? Giannis. Damn it! I was practicing his name all week. <laughs> yes. Cut to a montage of him practicing it. Antetokounmpo. 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 
Antidecumpo. Antidecumpo. You got to break it down. You got to so think <laughs> think a small I, bug. I did, I, uh, I did that. It was Antidecumpo. Yeah, whatever. Oh god, what did you break down? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly gets the point. 1 to 1, we are tied. These are getting harder now. At their peak in TV ratings. So which of these two series had the highest rated episode ever? Seinfeld or Friends? Seinfeld, final answer. Scott gets it. It was Seinfeld. Both were their series finales. Seinfeld got about 76 million people. Friends had about 52 million. Pathetic. (laughs) What is bigger? A bread box or a men's shoebox? Shoebox, final answer. Kelly gets it. Kelly got in with the bread box. Tied up. Two to two each. Which brings us to our final question, which is a very complicated one. On the website Ranker, there is a ranking of movies with the word big in the title. (laughs) You guys are going to get three tries each, and we'll go one at a time. And whoever gets the most of the top 15 movie titles in your three guesses will get five points. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, that was to keep it interesting. So if if you were blowing me out or vice versa. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. There are six movies I think you guys can get. So I think between the three of you, you guys can get the between the two of you. So anything in the top fifteen, anything in the top fifteen is in play. Yes, anything in the top fifteen. Okay. So uh, if, you guys if are tied, we if so. we do guess something below fifteen and you you're able to see it easily, you know what I mean? If it's like seventeen or I'll something, I would. I'm curious. Okay, I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, how do we know who goes first? I don't know. We have to flip a coin or something. Uh, right, pick a I'll number, a Marty. Coin. Pick a number between one okay. and ten. Okay. Uh, okay, I got it. Okay, I'll guess uh, six. He picked Kelly four. It was nine. Scott gets to go first. Okay, Scott, nine. what is your first movie? Uh, my first guess is the movie Big. Scott gets a point. I missed Scott that. gets the my first headphone one. Came out. What was it? I said Big. Shit. Yep. Uh, big fat liar. Ooh, Kelly. I don't think I'm. Mean, I gotta double check. I don't think that's on the list. <sighs> wow. It did not make the top 15. Is it even in here? If yeah, that's it's crazy. Not, oh my god. This is sacrilege. I'm still scrolling. I'm okay, still while scrolling. While you're scrolling, I'm going to say, speaking of things F. that are big and fat, I'm going to say my big fat Greek wedding. Uh, that was number 16. Actually. Oh! So, Big Fat Liar was number 49. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, Alright, Kelly, you can still catch him here. You got team. one wrong. You got one wrong. You can still catch him, Kelly. Big. Think big. <laughs> James and the big peach. <laughs> <laughs> James and that big ass peach. <laughs> no, no, no. What is it? Like Joe versus the big volcano, another Tom Hanks romp? It's not the name of that movie. It's just Joe versus the volcano. It's, it's the big volcano. You can't just throw big into a yeah. title. Uh, my next volcano. guess is the How big godfather. It? <laughs> <laughs> the b- big citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, do you have a guess? I don't have a guess. I don't know. I mean, you've seen a couple of these. I know, I know I've you seen know. them, but I don't keep movie title names in my fucking brain all the time. Think big, big, big something, big. Uh, sheep in the big city. <laughs> all right, Scott, you can win this with getting one more correct. Um. Oh, I really can't think of anything. I know the fucking you, problem is. There's, 
There's two I'm surprised you haven't gotten yet. I got one. Oh. <laughs> Kelly can go retroactively. His... Kelly, you can go retroactively. You didn't ever guess, so. Nick and Nora's big playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's disqualified. Scott, you need to get one more right. Wait, but don't, don't, don't I have one and he has zero? No, I, you got to make it interesting. I mean, I'll still yeah, try. Still... I'm just, a, yeah. I can't think of fucking anything. Big. Wait, the I big... got one. I got one. I got one for real. Kelly? South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Ooh, I don't think that made the list. Oh, this is bullshit. Check. It did not make the list. This is so bullshit, dude. I don't know why it's not on the list. Is it because it's bigger and not big? Yeah, I think it's because it's bigger, yeah. The, All right, the big... so that was Kelly's guess. That was Kelly's second guess. We're going to count that as your guess. Okay. Kelly. The big... No more goofy. The big... The big... The big... I, I gotta count you down, Scott. The big uh, one. The big... The big... Four. The three. big short. The big short. Oh! Ooh. That's a good one. You got it. It was number, like, 18 on the list. Oh. What the fuck is this list? We're so close. You literally got number 16 and 17, by the way. Or and number 49. 17. 16 and 18, I think I got and what was the other one you said that I said was wrong? Uh, I don't even remember. Oh, my big fat Greek wedding. Oh yeah, that was seventeen. Seventeen and sixteen. You got. You literally got the two right outside of the top fifteen. Great. Only thing, Kelly. Like kids Kelly, you right can now. tie this. You can tie this, Kelly. There's so many kids There's... movies flying through my brain, and none of them have oh, the word man. "big" in the title. Don't think kids. Oh movies. shit! I just I got my next guest fucking locked and loaded. You're done. You already guessed three no! times. <laughs> You're over. Kelly can tie you right now if he gets... Okay, okay. Kelly got to do 17 uh. joke guesses and I can't do... <laughs> you can do 17 good joke guesses if you want All right. to. Um, Alright, well, where's Kelly's countdown? Notorious B.I.G. It. it wasn't the name of that movie, just Notorious. It was just Notorious, uh, and you are incorrect, Kelly. I got nothing. Scott? Where was the Big Lebowski on that mofo? Uh, Number three. Oh. Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski and Big Trouble in Little China were the two oh, that I thought you guys Oh, holy shit. And Pee-wee's Big Adventure. No. Was yeah, one. that one's got And the, bi- the Big Chill. No. Those are ones I thought you the guys would The Big Chill is not not for me. <laughs> the other three, sure. <laughs> yeah, the Big Chill doesn't have enough falling down jokes for Kelly's sake. I was thinking, like, uh, Shrek, Shrek the, the Big Third. Um... <laughs> Well, Scott wins this week's novelty segment. Oscar winner, Big Parasite. Uh, big Spy Kids. Yeah. Um, uh, big Spider-Man honey, 2. I made, I made the kids big. Big Mama's Toy, House. Toy Story 3. Hey. Much bigger than the second. Uh, uh, Le Petit Big. Yeah. <laughs> the Little Big Train Robbery. Oh, fuck. Big, big Amelie. <laughs> Oh, big omelet. <laughs> big oh, omelet. That's that's some good stuff. Oh, I think I think this is gonna do it for us this week. Charlie at the big factory. <laughs> you you take out words too. <laughs> Harry Potter at the big chamber of secrets. <laughs> what about uh, the movie Dick? But just big dick. Big dick. Hey, yeah. Now big jaws. <laughs> James Bond. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it.